This is Steal This Sermon number 165, a truly epic St. Patrick's Day story. With St. Patrick's Day coming up in just a few days, seems a good time to tell a little story about the favorite Irish saint. It was just a few days before the holiest of all Irish holidays for the Sons of the Old Sud. St. Patty's Day was almost here, and the usual crew was sitting in their usual stools at Hart's Irish Bar on 99th Street. They were hatching their plans for the huge Southside Irish Parade, and most especially those plans were filled with red-haired, freckled Irish lasses inviting them to, Kiss me, I'm Irish! And oh, how there were tales of drunken brawls at parades in years gone by, of gallons of green beer consumed and quickly eliminated, and much more such a blarney. Now, it turns out that watching from a corner table, there was a certain old man who had a very, very long white beard, kind of an ancient Irish ZZ Top member. He completed his look with an Irish shillelagh, his walking stick which sat in the corner. After yet another round of beer and bumps and a rousing chorus of the boys of Wexford, the crew settled down a bit and finally noticed that the old man in the corner was a stranger. So they asked him about his plans for the big day, beyond the obvious corned beef and cabbage. Well, the old man smiled and said, and without a doubt, a bit of me mither's soda bread. The lads thought his mum had to be about 130 years old, but before they could inquire about his mither, the old man added, but I may have to choose to call it a day early. As well, do I recall what happened last year? And the old man sadly shook his ancient head. Well, all the laddies laughed, recalling their own blurry St. Patrick's days of years gone by. Well, after a minute, the old man said, You know, fellas, it is dear Patrick's feast today. And well do I know that daily mass could possibly interfere with you getting that first buzz of the day started. So, how about this for a deal, lobbies? Let me offer you a St. Patrick's Day sermon. It will be light on piety, light indeed, and even lighter on theology. And I'll only charge you worthless tipplers a single beer and a bump if you like it, and only if you like it. How's that for a deal? Well, the boys were soused enough to agree, and the old man rose to his feet with the help of that shillelagh, and he began. So, many years ago, before ye lads became the drunks that now you be, as St. Patrick's Day approached up in heaven, good St. Patrick went up to St. Peter to ask if he might slip past the pearly gates and go back to earth for two hours, just two hours to see how people celebrated St. Patrick's Day, his special day, just two hours. Peter, after much cajoling, 
reluctantly agreed, but added, Two hours, not a minute more. If you're late, I'll close the gate on you. You know what that means. Well, St. Patrick, always a joker, replied, Hell yes, and sincerely assured Peter that he would absolutely and without a doubt be back on time. Absolutely, most likely early, almost certainly early. Not a chance that I'd be late. Still, as Patrick left, St. Peter yelled after him, And no drinking! Not one drop! Not one drop, Patrick! Not one drop! And St. Patrick yelled back over his shoulder, No problem, Peter. I wouldn't dream of it. I just want to take a look. So off Patrick went, and wonder of wonders, he landed on Western Avenue on the south side of Chicago, just in time for the big green drunken revelry disguised as a parade. Patrick had a grand old time watching the parade, especially those red-headed step-dancing Irish lasses. Sadly, like all good things, even the wondrous parade staggered to an end, and I mean staggered. But as it ended, the revelers, the revelers next to Patrick said, Friend, let's go to Hearts and keep on celebrating. Well, Patrick thought this was a grand idea, although he'd only watch, of course, only to watch, only to watch. Soon his new friends at Hearts handed him a green beer and said, Come on, Patrick, help us celebrate. And he did. And then Patrick did it again, and again, and again, and again. Some time went by, 12 hours to be precise for those of you with a watch, which is a bit more than two hours. But hey, on St. Patrick's Day, one sometimes loses count. So 12 hours after he left the pearly gates, Patrick found himself crawling back toward those very same pearly gates. There stood a very, very stern St. Peter shouting, Ten hours late and totally drunk! How could you? You promised to be back in two hours and what did you do? What did you do? Just as I thought, you crawled into a bottle, crawled into a bottle, for God's sakes. Shame on you, Patrick, shame on you. I have half a mind not to let you in at all. What do you have to say for yourself, you shameless sot, you worthless tosser? What do you have to say? So there I am, just laying there on the ground. And finally, I managed to just barely lift my aching head. Oh, how it ached. I looked up at old St. Peter, and I says to him, Cock-a-doodle-doo, and I passed out for good. And the boys at hearts roared with laughter, and the lads unanimously agreed that it was a wonderful and fine and delightful work of theology 
for which a beer and a bump was truly a very, very small payment. A small payment indeed. Thank you, Pat. Amen. Hallelujah.